This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. So go sign up today and receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And we're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PixWise.com to make your next bet better. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at UnderdogFantasy.com with promo code SGPN and receive a $25 entry to use in the Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win a million dollars. And, of course, do not forget to go download the SGPN app. The SGPN app is giving away $100,000 for NFL Week 1 exclusively on the app. So go download it. All right, welcome back, DJs. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer, with a recap of the Northern Trust and a preview of the BMW. Steve, I'm fucking ready to move on. How about you? I mean, I'm ready to move on to another podcast. <laughs> so, let's, what, what are we covering after this? Let's, uh, you know, I, I used to write about NASCAR. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's only 40 guys in the field and probably about six as a chance of winning. You know, we could probably hit outrights a little more often than. Uh, the you know bad luck streak we've been on the last month or so yeah yeah i, I mean look I, we could do hockey right that's always a niche to be filled uh, you got slaughtered with hockey i don't trust your analysis what are you talking about i think it's sla- i think it's only 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 yeah only the last couple of games okay, the, well, there light, the, the lightning wanted to stop fucking scoring <laughs> yeah, i mean you're close enough to canada i mean i'm sure you can pick up the accent it'll be all right how about triple a baseball you want to start uh, handicapping that that's a that's a niche Ooh. sport that's not really uh it's a little oh, untapped we could, we could do mexican baseball i used to bet all on right. Mex- I used to bet on Mexican baseball. I am not that even lying. It's true degenerate. I am not even lying. 2011, 2012, I think, my buddy got me into it, and I would literally just bet on Mexican baseball. I couldn't I, like it was, it took me hours to figure out who won and what won, but man, it was fun. All right, well, let's get an inside source in Guadalajara or something, and uh, right. you know, start uh, seeing what the lineups are going to be, and start betting on that baseball team. That's so, right. um, so let's just get this out of the way first. Yep. Congratulations, Tony Fino. Yeah, absolutely. Finally got the win. Long overdue. I mean, he should have won at. <laughs> there's been a lot of times he should have won. Yeah. Genesis. I mean, there's probably a bunch of WGCs he should have won at. Oh, China. That uh, that, that Xander should have won. Um, yeah, there's just been a lot they should have won. Oh, he man. played great today. He did. He played. He played um, excellent. He was due for massive putting regression, and he got it. He gained over two strokes today. His iron's pretty good, too. He was nails on the back nine. Good job. Uh, congratulations for me, to me for having the courage to bet Tony Fino top 20 just to see if he's got that little bit of magic. <laughs> Didn't feel like betting him 60 to 1, Steve. Didn't even feel like going like 6 to 1 on the, on the top 10 or a top 5. Nope. Nope. Yeah, I'm just going to do a little top 20 on him. Nope. When my hunch was right, that I Tony Fino was going to do well this week. And, and uh, full disclosure, I called you a dummy. You did call me a dummy. And you were very upset about it. I was, I was very upset about it. I was sitting on my couch. I'm like, I think Tony Finau's going to do well this week. And I texted you about it because I'm like, I'm just going to bounce off you. And you're like, he's broken. <laughs> and honestly, that that right there, I had, the, I had the thought in my head. I'm like, that 
piss poor attitude from you. <laughs> like, I hey, not only am I making the top 20, but I should have I should hit the outright. What yeah. was I doing? Well, listen, I told you I was cranky that night. I apologized immediately after I texted you, dummy. I was like, I'm not bad, dude. I'm cranky. Um, yeah, I was having a bad week, too. So, but, I mean, uh, we, we were all around that motherfucker, man. All around it. Cam Smith. I even said on this. I even said on this podcast, Tony Fino's going to win when you least expect it. It's true. You and don't. no one expected it this week. He was playing like crap. Yep. So congratulations to him. Congratulations to anyone who had a little more faith than I did and yeah. a lot more faith than you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I bet him outright. Uh, now let's uh, go with a pity party with us. Uh, man. Yeah. Do you want to start with your football bet first with Rom? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, at least at least it was live, right? Like, uh, like we yeah. talked about, we talked about off the side, like, like thank God, because I I couldn't decide after Pamela, like, gave me confidence in both of them. She liked both of them. I was like, fuck, I don't know which way to go, and uh, I went Rom. <laughs> yeah, between shows, I talked you down. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna make a football right, you better better make it on Rom. Oh, I was like, what are you doing like, on speed? I was like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're hundred percent right. And then what you texted me what Thursday morning? Hope you made that football bet on Rom after yeah. after speed was plus whatever the hell. And I did it, dude. It, here's the deal: if it wasn't Rom and he wasn't my boy, if that was Xander, what he just did on the back nine, I would be fucking murdering him on the. You would be. I'd be absolutely murdering him, missing little bunny putts, like. Unbelievable, and then you could feel, you could see the meltdown coming. I was like, "Holy shit! I haven't fucking seen this in a while." And just bogey, and then on, and then uh, sixteen to drive a par four. Just comp- he hit the chip like I did. He hit the chip like I did. The announcer was like, "I've never heard a sound like that on a chip before." I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Like, dude, he literally he he was he, that little collection area off to the left, mm-hmm. and he takes it back. And it goes clock, and it goes fucking like. 30 feet pa- in the air, in the air, 30 feet past the pin. It was, it was nuts. I was like, what is happening? I was like, yeah, in, in full disclosure, I missed the whole back night. I left work and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to play with my kid and, you know, spend time with my wife. And I saw Cam Smith thinking around. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll have some good karma. You're not going to watch. Going to hang on my kid. We'll see what happens. And uh, no. And then Cam Smith, what do you do? Let's transition to Cam Smith quickly. So, so what happened on that playoff hole? What exactly yeah. happened? Because it looked like it was a bloodbath in the Slack channel based on how you're describing it. It was. It, I mean, it was just a complete, like, I don't know if his hands came through late or whatever, but his face was wide the fuck open, and he went maybe 30 yards out of bounds to the right. Like, it wasn't even close. Like, they didn't even bother going down and looking. Everybody was like, oh, no, that's OB. OB. You can hear everybody You can hear everybody on the tee box be like, that's OB. And then the second one. Almost fucking went OB and landed in the in the uh, trap. Not even the trap that was like uh, it was like up buried in the face off to the right. It, it was it was ugly. Everybody knew it was over. Like it was done. Yeah. So so if you guys follow my picks and follow the pick show, I was very heavy on Cam Smith this week. I loved yep. him. You were yep. on Cam Smith yep. too. We had him at forty five to one. Yep. He had one bad hole today. I mean, besides that, oh, one yeah, bad hole. Yeah. Yep. Just that duck hook on five. And what a miracle he even got away with that. I mean, that was an all world up and down from back there. I, I was like, he's going to, this is an eight. And then yeah. it's going to turn into a 78 six. today. No, I mean, bounce back. He ended up four under on the day. I mean, like, I mean, he lost a stroke and a half off the tee, but like a full shot is because of that penalty stroke. Gained two with his approach shots, gained two putting. Like, that's. Dude, he shot a 31 on the back nine. I know. He was nails. <laughs> but that fifth hole bit him all week. I mean, he, yep. he doubled that hole that hole in the first round. He blasted it way right into the native grass on that one. And then it was just he knew it immediately. 
and <laughs> off the face there. Yeah. And they caught the jumper. Man, that sucks. Yeah. Hey, I mean, really, a, I really wanted that one. Fuck yeah, me too. I had him at 50 to 1. I was very excited. <laughs> the, 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 uh, and then to cap it off, so even JT gave me a little bit of a dick tease this week. I mean, yeah. I mean, I listen, I was I I my I made four impassioned stands. Yeah. I went to bat for Fino. Yep. Didn't go to bat enough for him, but I went to bat for him. Went back for Cam Smith. Said, don't be stupid, just bet football bet on John Rahm top ten. Yep. You did it on the top five, so congratulations that yeah. too. Two to one on that. That was and fun. JT was my other pick. I said, I know the putter's been bad, but you give him a week off. He tends to bounce back. And what do you do? He gained over four strokes putting this week. He did. Good job, Steve. Did I make any money off that? Nope. <laughs> nope. Just bet him outright and he'd start up eight under for the first round and kind of didn't really do anything after that. But Listen, it is what it is. I guess there's a couple of takeaways I can have to, you know, make it feel good. But you know, I, and I, in full disclosure, I did bet Finau on Saturday, twelve to one. I was just like, you know, just just in case, cover the outrights. Got a little bit on top of that. I am. There was a bunch of shit that went wrong today. Rory blew a head to head against Bryson. Xander blew a top ten for me this week. Hovland, <laughs> just full meltdown in the front nine. Yeah, I thought that top I've, ten was. I, th- I had a four to one top ten on him. I thought that was in the bag. Nope. Oh yeah. Oh no. And Ho- and Hovland is is uh, was already high up on my list of players I like, and now he's broken a club. You know what that means, Steve? You love Betting it. him from here on out. Yeah, <laughs> making a birdie with that wedge from like ten I, feet. Too. I know. How about that? Yeah. That was Let's like uh, Siwa with the three uh, with the three wood at the Masters. What uh, what else went wrong today? Munoz T twenty one when I had to top that motherfucker. That was enough. That was a four to one. No, I had I mean, a five. To, it was a five I know, to one. It, I, it was a. I have him five to one too. That was a valiant effort. That just that sucks. Um, Burns fucked me. Uh, yeah, dropped out of the top twenty. Oh, Kaylee, I had a top ten on him too. He was T eleven today. Oh my god. Yeah, the the the, uh, the position. This could have been a much better week. Oh yeah, dude. Listen, an hour before this tournament ended, I was like, "Fucking, what's that gift?" Uh, like Scrooge McDuck walking down, like counting the fucking cash. And now I'm like wimpy. Like I'll glad pay. You, I'll gladly pay you for, or uh, I'll take a burger today and pay you tomorrow. Whatever the fuck. Oh, I did. Said. I had a I had a Tringali top twenty two. He finished T twenty one. Oh, it just gets worse. It does. It does. Oh my god. All right. All right. Well, en- well, en- enough lamenting before we move on to anything else. Listen, I, I know this week we are definitely ready to win money. And are we ready to boost our odds? Because WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL all the way down to the WNBA. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport we have what you need to win are you ready to play go sign up today and receive a special offer a risk-free 500 sports bet download bet and win download the win bet app or visit winnbet.com to start winning all right all right why don't we do a dfs report card we haven't done that in a couple of weeks a why don't we do yeah. yeah why don't we run down the field here and okay. tell about some little storylines so over ten thousand dollars the two biggest uh own guys were john rom <laughs> paid off. Yep. We don't need to talk about him anymore. I mean, no. we both loved him and he blew it this today, but it's fine. Um, I want to talk about Colin Morikow right now. Um, we have always called for an Adam Schefter of golf to kind of let us know about some injuries and some stuff going on behind the scenes before the tournament. Yeah. And I was watching Morikawa on Thursday and he was hitting shots I've never seen him hit. Just 
blocks and hooks and just like he wasn't hitting his irons good. His putter actually saved him on Thursday. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on? And then sure enough, Dottie Pepper reports, oh, well, he pinched a nerve in his back in Memphis. <laughs> Where the hell was that reporting? I know. Really? So but, you know, you know, want to tell you, you didn't want to tell us, you know, for 18 and percent of this GPP went to Morikawa <laughs> before I paid some outright on him, you know, went yep. to bat for him too. <sighs> yeah. Frustrating. What are you going to do? And that, that it really is kind of bullshit, right? So if you think about why the NFL changes the injury designations and stuff like that, it's because they know the handle and Vegas is like, Hey, listen, this is bullshit. Especially now with everything getting legalized, like this stuff has to be more transparent. The PGA is, Partnered with fucking DraftKings, they're gonna be dra- they're gonna be partnered with DraftKings Sportsbook. Yeah, fucking Bryson DeChambeau has it on his goddamn scally cap. Like we need some sort of transparency. It can't be this type of shit. People put fucking money on this stuff, man. Like yeah, like this isn't underground. I'm going to fucking Vinny down the street, laying fucking laying you know whatever at the bar. Like this is like legit supposed to be regulated type shit. We need transparency from these fucking assholes. Like like. You gotta be clean with it, man. Like it's not like it's a team sport where you're, you're gonna you're afraid you're gonna give away. Oh, my quarterback's got a hurt elbow. No one, you, you're out there by yourself. You're a 1099 employee. Like you can let the general public know. Like are you unless are you getting a cut off of the the miss the miscut money that you're getting from fucking ugh, whatever. Sorry. No, that that's so. If you took more cow this week. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean and, and he's now persona non grata going forward. Now that I saw that, A, his ball strike was awful, and B, I mean, I don't think a pinched nerve in your back gets fixed in, you know, in a week. No, dude. No. no I, like, I, like I, I've had a couple pinched nerves in my back, and like, it does feel better, like, going to the chiropractor. Like, it help, feels better, but you got to go back, like, three or four times. Like, I don't know. And I was, a, you know, I was young and in shape. I can't imagine what a pinched nerve would do to me now. Yeah. A um, couple of other things in the, in the over $10,000. Uh, Speed was 15% owned, one good day, three pretty bad days. Today and even that even that one good day, that should not have been that good of a day. He hold out from 80 yards, and then he chipped in a miraculous but, eagle. But that's Speed. That, 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 whatever. That's shit you sign up for was Speed. Well, you know, 51st in DraftKings scoring. Yeah, I wish, you know, I wish my big short, I've been able to, uh, you know, cash in on that. I haven't. I don't know why. It's actually been doing pretty good lately. Yeah, you've been on the streak with that, bro. I have. I said speed outside top 20, just on a whim. Just didn't even I didn't yep. think he was going to do it that good, and he didn't. Uh, Rory was Rory. Meh. Yeah, yeah. Meh. pretty meh. Um, Xander, he got in the mix a yeah. little bit today and then faded and yep. screwed out of the bet, so thank you, Xander. Uh, you want to talk about DJ real quick? No, fuck him. He's dead to me. Uh, cost you your guillotine pick. It did uh, cost you my league. guillotine pick. It did. Yeah. So, so if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, so there's something called the guillotine league. It's a go look it up on Google. It's a type of fantasy football league. Anyways, I'm the commissioner. We, uh, set our draft order based on the results of the Northern trust and, uh, Boston campers feeling pretty good drawing Dustin Johnson. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, did not work out so well for him. Did not. I am now picking 17. So yes, 17 out of 18 teams. Out of 18 teams. So pretty good. The, good the only one who was worse was Colin Morikawa. All right. Exactly. All right. Uh, sorry to Malcolm uh, Bamford over in England. So <laughs> yeah, I get up at 2.30 in the morning in order to draft with us. So, But you know what? You, bre- you get to sleep in an extra 10 minutes because that's how long it's going to take before you get to your 18th pick. So. Easy. All right. Uh, I mean, Brooks was 6.7% owned. He... Are you concerned with the fact that his Sundays are have not been very good this year? He was bad today. And yeah, he he could have. I mean, he was five back going into today, but he could have made a run. So that's the thing that 
I feel like on the Sundays where he's been bad, I feel like it's because he doesn't feel like he's in contention and maybe he doesn't have that laser focus, but that's just narrow street me buying it in his bullshit. Like, yeah, I mean, it is a little concerning. I'd have to go dig a little deeper and see where he fucked up at. Um, but. Uh, irons and putting. He lost 3.8 strokes with his irons today. He lost 1.7 putting. That's yeah, so, not- so that to me is, that to me is just lack of focus, man. Yeah, right? That's how you shoot 74. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's just right. lack of focus. That's just lack of focus to me. All right. Let's move on to the $9,000 range. Everybody made the cut in the $9,000 range. So if you made a balance build, you know, that was a decent strategy. Although the most popular player in that range was Daniel Berger. And finally, finally, chalk 9K does not hit. <laughs> just not very good performance from Daniel Berger. It seemed like everybody liked him. Yeah, I, I got sucked in. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll just bet him top 10. No, that was stupid. That burned that ticket. Um, Sky Shepard was a little disappointing. So he got off to a good start. He was disappointing. He absolutely was. He faded a little bit. Yep. <sighs> Bryson kind of faked it around there. A lot of birdies, but just a lot of boneheaded mistakes, too. Um, that's Bryson at this point. Yeah, but he, he, he's, he hit his irons really good. He was good off the tee. Did not scramble very well. Didn't putt very well either. So that's probably going to carry into next week with some guys. Want to take him because the ball string stats look good. Maybe we'll bounce back with the putter. And Bryson's a great putter. Bryson is a good putter. He's a good putter on bent grass, too. Yep. So, and we'll talk about the BMW. He might fit his strengths. So, we'll yep. see. Um, Hovland, as we mentioned, screwed me out of a top 10. Screwed a lot of people in DFS this week. I think he was three back going into the today. And uh, he quadrupled the fifth yeah, or sixth. Fifth and then sixth. doubled the eighth. And then he broke his putter. Then he drained a long birdie. With the wedge on 10, and then I think he had a couple other bogeys come down the stretch. So yep. uh, sorry to anybody like Victor Hovland, their DFS lineups. He screwed you. I mean, the only guy who was actually really leading this range is JT. He was the least owned guy at 8.9%. Yep. So, yeah. So everybody we was we already talked about JT. Yeah, we already talked about JT. That was the bounce back. We'll see if he can keep the momentum going. It's next week. Let's go down to $8,000 range. I mean, Cam Smith, Tony Fina, 1-2 in DraftKings score. They were 12% owned each. Uh, Corey Connors also played a lot better this week, too. He did. His ball, dude, his ball struck and bounced back. Dude, he drained like a fucking, I don't know, 45 footer today. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, who yeah. are you? Stop that. It's not you. No. <laughs> I mean, if the ball striking's back, he might be able to do some damage at uh, at uh, BMW. Case Valley just because I, I think he played well at Quail Hollow earlier in the year. And that's a Tom Fazio. And this is going to be kind of a similar setup. So maybe he's one to watch next week. All right. uh, most popular guy in this range was Paul Casey. Paul Casey sucked. It's Paul Casey, that's what he does. He sucks. Yep. Uh, Joaquin Neiman was also pretty popular. He sucked. Thanks, Joaquin. Appreciate it. Uh, Adam Scott also got some ownership from last week. He missed the cut, although that was. Yeah. He was in the mix on Thursday and then just Boom. torpedoed it on Friday. So, au revoir. And then, unfortunately, uh, Patrick Reed withdrew about an hour and a half before the uh, tournament. And for 7% in this GBP, you didn't get him out on time. So, he took a big fat zero. So real quick, you you you're not on Twitter, so you know what's going on with him. No, I heard it was an ankle injury. Oh no no no, sir, he has been in the hospital for days uh, with double pneumonia. A 31 year old in the summertime with double pneumonia. They didn't say COVID, but he doesn't seem to me like the type that would admit if he had COVID. Um, but a 31 healthy role, health, 31 year old healthy guy, double pneumonia in fucking August. Sounds like COVID to me. Yeah, I think it's probably COVID. Yeah. So, and he's been in the hospital. There's no release date yet. 
Um, Why did they say ankle injury? Just because they didn't want to say it was guess. that? Yeah. Well, this is all HIPAA stuff. We shouldn't be talking about this stuff. It's not, it's not HIPAA. I guess it's not HIPAA. You're right. No, it's we can speculate not, on a guy's health. It's not HIPAA. It's not HIPAA. Neither is anybody's vaccination status. It's not fucking HIPAA. Well, <laughs> speedy recovery, Patrick Reed. Yeah. So what's uh, Jolene? Is that the wife's name? Justine? Justine uh, was texted uh, the blonde girl who does the uh, after interviews. Okay. That's what she said. Yeah. Pneumonia. Yeah. But the Reed put out a statement too. And then like uh, Justine reached out to her and thanking for all the love and prayers, blah, 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 all that bullshit. Well, all right. Speedy recovery, Patrick Reed. Yeah. All right. Uh, 7,000 hour range. Uh, Chalk got murdered. <laughs> Finally. Finally, Chalk got murdered. Uh, your boy, Johnny Vegas, 17%. Miscut. Yeah. Terrell Hatton, spirit animal. Is he no longer your spirit animal? I mean, you can't just kill a spirit animal. He's still my spirit I animal. Shit, he's been pretty bad for a Doesn't mean I have to bet him. His attitude right. is similar to mine. Right. So wow. it's he missed the kid. Your others, the other guy, you're like Jason Kokrak. Yeah. Pretty bad know. this week. Pretty bad. He's been bad for the last couple of times, though. Yeah, he's been bad for yeah, a while. So that made me laughing. But, I mean, Tringali got 10% ownership. He was 14th in drafting scoring. Shane Lowry's 13th in scoring, too. He, he was 10%. He grinded uh, his ass off today. He did. Uh, Kevin Na, good bounce back from last week. He was in the mix. He played pretty well. Charlie Hoffman popped up. He'd been playing like crap, too. There was speculation he might be injured or something. Yeah. He played well this week. Yeah. Um, your boy Keegan. Yep. Looking good. Scoring. Looking good. Right on that 30 cut line. Let's that's go. True. He's a former BMW championship winner, too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That was the last time they had a Monday finish, too, at Aronimank. Why do you do these things? I see that smirk on your fucking face. Because you're going to bet I'm 100 to 1 this week. <laughs> Fuck yes, I am. Um, let's see. Who else? Cam Champ's still playing pretty well. Yes. He's both yeah. in scoring this week. Yeah. He's right in that little hot streak. He was only 2% owned, so good for him. Uh, and then under $7,000, I mean, no one was above 10%. The most popular guys are Roger Sloan, Ken the Windham Buff. He was off this week. Yeah. Uh, Hank Lebiota, the bubble has burst. Uh, Matt Wallace decided to quit after round one. Dude, he looked no boy now. You get a band ship on him too. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. The only guy that was worth a damn that was relative I was Maverick McNeely's thirty second scoring. I think you liked him this week. I did. Uh, Harold Varner's twenty second scoring. Uh, oh, Doug Ginn, my anchor to all my DFS lineups. Thank you. Eighteenth in scoring this week. That that worked out pretty good. Good. Uh, EVR one point four percent owned. He was fifth in scoring. Alex. Alex Norton, yeah. Well, real yeah, quick about EVR with the with the water. I was like, I thought about him, but I'm just so scared of him with the water, just like I am with Palmer. Like, I just yeah. picture huge blow up holes with him. Well, he kept it on the rails until like the twelfth hole today. Yeah, yeah. Even and then, he, still, uh, he still battled back a little bit. Yeah, he did. Uh, Alex Norton, seventh scoring at about one percent owned. That's really about it. Um, and then why don't we take a break and uh, put this tournament to bed and move on to next week. That's right. Well, listen, we are brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season is about to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make this your best season ever. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. For example, Trey Lance opened 300 to 1 to win MVP this year and has already been bet down to 75 to 1. That means if you bet $100 on Trey Lance back in May, you can sell that ticket on PropSwap today for $400. That's a 300% return before the season even begins. 
think of PropSwap like the stock market, but for sports betting, buy low, sell high. The average seller on PropSwap makes about $500 a month just listing and selling tickets. And remember, when you make your bets, go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. Who's the, guy who, who's the guy who bought the Trey Lance 75 to 1 ticket? I don't know. Do we have any Niners fans in our community? Maybe it was him. My Lord, man. <laughs> what? I, I guess maybe, I don't know. Whatever. I'm just going to move on. That's fine. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Why don't we talk about the BMW? Okay. All right, so why don't we talk about guys who didn't make it? Uh, some notable names. So uh, Matthew Wolf, unfortunately, right on the cut number this week, seventy-one. He didn't deserve to make it anyway. Probably didn't. I mean, no. missed a lot of time this year. Yeah, he didn't deserve to make it. We'll see him at the Shriners or something, probably. Absolutely. All right. Um, I thought Matthew Fitzpatrick had a much better year than he had. Yeah, he like, he did not. It seemed like he played really well early in the year. Like, didn't he play well at TPC, Sawgrass? Mm-hmm. Yep. He played well at API. Yeah, but he hasn't played he well at like well three months. <sighs> yeah, he didn't play well at St. Jude, and we thought he was going to do there. He didn't play well in any of the majors. Yeah. All right. And then uh, Terrell Hatton didn't yep. make it either. Oh. Ian Poulter didn't make it, too. That's too bad, because he's fighting for a Ryder Cup spot. He could have used getting yeah. in the top 70. I know. I think he kind of screwed the pooch a little bit, too. He was, I think, on Thursday and Friday doing yeah, it was all right. Fine. Yeah, he was I fine. Think it, I think over the weekend didn't go well for him so um maybe he goes over to europe now to get some european points trying to prove it uh my boy henrik stenson actually did pr- play pretty well at the czech masters he came fourth he's making a Ryder cup push man there's a, there's a couple stenson open spots stenson's not going to be on the right stenson cup. finishes Stop top it. five the next two tournaments i think he makes it okay they need the veteran presence okay Oh, oh, no, you don't get to use my fill. You don't get to use a you don't get to shit on my fill argument and then get to use Henrik in the same. Argument. Yeah, but census actually would be playing better. Who's who, who just won the most recent major between Phil and Henrik? Whatever. Uh-huh, I'm just saying. Benson beat Phil in a major one spot time. Once that was like 35 years ago. Who cares? It was five years ago. It was counting. Age is the number. That's right. All right. And then some guys who got who just squeaked in. Harry Higgs, uh, he played pretty well the, at the uh, Northern Trust. He's yeah. 69th. Uh, Ryan Palmer missed the cut. But, uh, hey, you know, John Rahm played well, so something good must have happened to Ryan Palmer. So he made the top 70. Um, other than that, though, I mean, guys hanging around, like, the top 30 right now who need a good week. Uh, your boys, Sewell, Kim, and Keegan Bradley, they're on right the there, outside baby. of the top 30. Right there. Right there. Um, Mark Leishman is 35th. I is that must all be his Zura Classic win? It's not just he the Zurich. He's played all right, so he's played okay. All right, he finished fifth of the Masters, right? Which is fucking Zurich. Good. That's really about it. This you're gonna make me fucking pull that shit up. All right, pull it up. Um, Sergio could use a good week. Yeah, Sergio could definitely use a good week. Um, I Lee Westwood made the BMW. I think he's gonna make the Ryder Cup on points. Same as Shane Lowry. I think they're both safe. Um, as far as the American side of guys who could probably use a good week, I mean, Webb Simpson, he's 52nd in scoring. Um, that's really about it. I mean, I think, obviously, I think Finau played his way in today. He's going to get a captain spot regardless. Um, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's and, and, he, and he fits whistling straights really well. Even when he was playing bad, didn't we both say, all right, yeah, like, yeah, he should still probably yeah. be in. All right, no, so. He'll definitely go. So, yeah, so the Zurich. What eighth QBE shoot? What the fuck is that? 
Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't count. Yeah, that's fine. like that's that's fine. Eighth out of like sixteen guys. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine, fine. Fucking uh, tied for fourth, the Sony Open in Hawaii. Tied okay. for fifth at the Masters. Won the Zurich. Twenty first at AT and T. Byron Nelson third at the Travelers. Like, dude, that's whatever. That's fine. That's a good Crazy. fucking season. Don't you, do, you disparage the guy I was on before everybody else this year? I'm just surprised he's thirty fifth. That's a little high. So, well, right, you, if, lo- you, if you think about like how, like Jekyll and Hyde, a lot of these golfers were this year. Like, it, like this to me makes sense. Like Max Homa's thirtieth. Like when was the last? He, he played good at the Genesis. Do you think he got the full 500 points for winning the team event with Cam Smith or just 250? Do you have to just split it? <laughs> they should split it. I think you should split it, actually. You I think that's, split it. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, do they do yeah. they not do that? or they? I think they got – I mean, he's got 1,000 points. I think he got the full 500. That's a little shaky. But, I mean, look at this dude. Nas in 18th. Like, Because well, he's playing good, man. He's playing fine. Yeah. Dean Al's in first now. Look at yeah. this fucking Patrick Cantley with his fake win at 2,300. Ooh, I want him to flame out this weekend. Well, next week, I'll come up with my beautiful mind uh, how I would redo the FedEx Cup playoffs uh, manifesto next week. Why? The last it's, year's... It's, it's, it's evolved, actually. But I like last I, year's. I come up with, I come up with was, different, uh, a different angle. It was something year. I didn't like about last year's. I can't remember. What well, it was. then I think I fixed it this year. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. We'll save when I start ranting about how terrible this format is for a tour championship. How big of a joke it is that that's how they word it. But. Until then, let's talk about the BMW. Let's talk about Caves Valley Golf Club. So, so the Northern Trust that was alternating between Boston, New York City. Now it's going to go over to Memphis Premier League. This one though is still going to rotate around the country. Um, the BMW typically have been kind of Midwestern focused. Like it's a lot of Chicago clubs. Gone out to Colorado a couple times. Um, I think a couple in Michigan maybe. Uh, and then they've gone around the Maryland area too. And this one's in Maryland. It's outside Baltimore at Owings uh, Mills at uh, Kays Valley Golf Club. So it opened in 1991. It's a Tom Fazio. Um, and, you know, it's it's strange. Like for years, like the only Fazio golf courses on the PJ Tour were the Corrales Punta Cana and Quail Hollow. And like Tom Fazio, like he's made like yeah, bazillion <laughs> courses. Yeah, bazillion courses, but only two were on the PGA Tour. And now this year, this would be the sixth time we've gone to a Fazio design. Like, I don't know if he like, like he must have just weaseled his way in after like all these one offs of events that got canceled. Like, you know, the Canadian Open got canceled. So, like, oh, why don't you come down to the Palmetto? <laughs> oh, the CJ Cup, we can't go over the to uh, can't go to Korea. Korea. Why you come to Shadow Creek? Um, and bo- by the way, both of those courses, fucking awesome. Yeah, they're awesome because, uh, you know, the Olympics like Kasumi Gaseki, a very similar course to this. And then actually this year's CJ Cup is going to go to another Fazio in Las Vegas. So he's just cleaning up. So this will be the sixth time this year um, they will have played at a Fazio. So, you know, listen, like like Faz, a lot of his designs, it's got its ups and downs. So let's talk about the ups first. I mean, Kays Valley is just an immaculate condition. I mean, and it seems like all the private Tom Fazio courses that they play on the PGA Tour, it just they're great. Like Shadow Creek. I mean, just luxurious. Like, <laughs> great, pristine conditions. Quail Howl is the same way. Uh, Kasumi Gaseki, that was in great condition. And Kays Valley is no exception. It's got 600 members. They all got deep pockets. It's bent grass greens, bent grass fairways, lush rye grass, rough. Uh, the greens grow pretty fast. They're pretty undulated too. Like, 
this is going to be an all world like playing surface for these guys. So there's no question about that. I, I think the one difference, though, is some of the land like one of the criticisms about Fazio is he tends to take like, a piece of property where there shouldn't be a golf course. And then kind of turns it into it. So like like Shadow Creek's an example. Like that's a desert wasteland. And he yeah. turned into this like pine oasis. Like, you know, yeah. He turned into like, you know, this lush, like, you know, golf course with pine trees and all these trees that just don't belong there. But Cades Valley is actually a really good piece of land. It sits on top of a hill. So he had a lot to work with. Like he moved some earth around the greens, stuff like that. But like there's I, I think the hallmark of Kays Valley is just all the natural elevation changes. There are so many uphill shots, downhill shots. There's a lot of natural undulation to it. There's a lot of natural hazards. So where the clubhouse sits, it sits on top of the hill. And they're going to flip the nines uh, for this tournament. So they're going to start on the back nine. That's going to go through the woods down the hill to about hole 15. Then it's going to go back up the hill, back to 18. And then the back nine is going to play down along the lowland. So it's going to go downhill, down one, across the lake, down two, down the marshes on three, and then just winds way back up the property. So it's you're going to see a lot of cool tee shots. Uh, I'll get to some of the um, like the yardages and how they play it a little later. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a very good piece of land, and I think he did a pretty good job with the routing. Now, it's undergone a lot of renovations since 1991. Like they've had a couple tournaments there, like some amateur tournaments and some NCAA stuff there too. I think they had the senior uh, tour there back in 2007. I think they've um, added a couple tee boxes in order to max out the yardage. They've had some bunkers to, you know, kind of adapt to the game. Unfortunately, I think a couple things Fazio or whoever did the renovations did really gave bombers an advantage. So let's take a couple holes. So hole number two, I mean, I, this wasn't something that I think they did on purpose, but this is a short par four around the lake. It's got a really wide landing zone for a fairway to step like a nice wedge. But for a longer hitter now, it's only 295 to carry it over the lake. And there's a front bunker there. And depending on where the pin is, that can be a pretty easy up and down for birdie. Or you can just drive down the green. I think there's a little collection area behind the green. Maybe they're going to be a, BM, a giant BMW sign they can aim for to kind of backboard a little bit. Um, I think you're going to see guys take on that hole, try to drive it over the lake, try and get up and down for birdie. You know, whereas a shorter hitter is going to have to take the conventional route. They're going to have to go around the lake. So it makes that job a little harder. But I think the biggest advantage for the bombers this week is how, where the bunkers are and then what happens to um, like where the fairways are. So a lot of, so Fazio took a lot of fairway bunkers and basically used it to shrink the fairway. But if you carry the bunkers, it's a lot wider fairways now. So like if I take hole number nine, that's an uphill 437 yard par four. It's in order to clear the bunkers about 285, 290 carries. Now for a shorter hitter uphill, that's a tall ass. But if you're Bryson or Rom or DJ, you can carry those bunkers uphill. And now all of a sudden, instead of a 33 yard wide fairway for a short hitter, now you got 48 yards to play with those fairways. So, and there's a lot of holes like that, you know, holes five through seven are the same thing. If you carry the bunkers, it's wider fairways, 13, 16, 17, it's just like it's it's there are a lot of holes on this golf course where I think a bomber, unfortunately, is probably going to have a big edge over the field. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 no. Well, maybe not, though. Who knows? You never know. I mean, it's the we'll first see. time here. Right. We'll see. 
All right. Well, so I'll get in a little bit some other reasons why a bomber might have advantage. But why don't we take a quick break? All right. Well, listen, if you're ready to turn your picks into real cash, go to Prize Picks, my favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy and it all starts with Prize Picks. Simply pick two to five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win, up to 10 times your money. Prize Picks is the only way I play. Uh, use promo code SGP to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's Prize Picks, promo code SGP. I actually been using them to replace uh, our old sponsor, who will go unnamed. That's funny. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. The uh, it's uh, it's 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 a tease though. You know, it's just the way it is. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, listen, if you if you want the information to make your make your picks uh, on Prize Picks, go ahead and go over to Pixwise. Pixwise is the number one home for free sports betting pips, props, and palais, helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatics giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport, all for free. So go visit Pixwise.com to make your next bet better. Pixwise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Boom. All right. Why don't I give one more reason why I think the Bombers have an edge? And then let's talk about the yardages and like how the golf course is set up. So, sure. so they are making a couple other modifications to the golf course. Um, they're doing two things. They're adding three new fairway bunkers. This is new from last year in 2020. I don't know exactly where it is. I didn't see on the Google Earth images where those would be. They're also doing quote unquote rough enhancements. Now, this could be a no, couple of things. That? <laughs> well, maybe that means they're moving like uh like what I just talked about, where it's a wider fairway zone. If you carry the bunkers, maybe they shrink it down. Maybe they move the rough in. Maybe they recognize that and say, okay, well, we move it in just to make it a little more I don't know. What I think it actually means, though, is they're going to dump a shit ton of fertilizer on it. <laughs> make and it's going to be thick. <laughs> it's going to be rough, thick, rough. And like it's again, like it's just whenever you take a golf course and put thick, rough out there. It's just going to give the Bombers more advantage because they can get a wedge out of there, whereas Zach Johnson's hitting the six iron and you know, he can barely get it out. So if that's the case, I mean, look, like there are shorter hitters who gain a lot of strokes off the tee you can still use. But if you're a shorter hitter who loses strokes off the tee, you're in for a hell of a week. And it's just going to make a guy who has added, added lane just have an extra advantage. And then you just go from there. So. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, That makes me sad because of the fucking we all know who that's profiling to. I know. Well, I mean, like a lot of Fazio golf courses are like these like demanding TD green golfers like Shadow Creek because Sumigaseki, Quail Hollow. That's another one. Corrales, Punta Cana. Like they're all long. They all got, you know, well, not Corrales, but like thick ragas, rough. You know, they got bunkers in the landing zone. But if you can carry them. You have a big advantage. There's some shortcuts you can take on this golf course, too, as far as heading over the corner. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about guys who can fit that profile this week. But let's talk about the yardage here. So I alluded to it earlier that there's a lot of uphill and downhill shots here. And some people are just going to take the scorecard yardage. And I, 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 they haven't come out with exactly what it's going to be. But based on how I chart on Google Earth, I think it's going to play – just on the scorecard, a little over 7,400 yards. It's pretty long, you know, for a par 72. Um, the par fives, uh, one was only 535 yards long. That's going to be an easy hole all week. Um, 
Wyoming plays 566, but it's really uphill. That one might play close to like 590 or 600, just based on just like, I mean, if you're hitting an uphill shot, you're taking a different club. It's going to play a lot longer what it is on the scorecard. Um, 11 is 570. That's pretty flat. That's probably going to play about the true yardage. Um, and then the last one is the 13th, 577. It's a downhill tee shot. So you're going to see some big drives on that one. But the uh, it's an uphill approach shot, so it's going to probably play true. So um, some of the par threes are over 200 yards long, but they're really downhill. So they might play them closer to like 190. So you might make the mistake of, oh, I want to target guys or, you know, hit a lot of shots, you know, 200 plus. They're really good with it. Well, the par threes are probably going to play more like 190 or, you know, 180. So um, there's a couple par fours that are over 400 yards that play really downhill. They might be drivable, depending on if the wind is there. Um, You got a couple other short par fours, like the ninth, that's fourth. 27 uphill plays might play more like 460. Um, the 17th is 480 on the scorecard. That's really uphill too. That might play closer to 500. Uh, the 18th, that's also uphill as well. That's 460 on the scorecard. That might play closer to like 490. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is you're probably going to see a lot this week of, oh, they just take the scorecard yardage as gospel. But I'm, I'm not kidding you. The, there is a lot of dramatic elevation changes on every hole. I would not try and do that because yeah. probably it, it's a new course. We don't know exactly where we're going to be hitting from. Don't just assume that, oh, there's a lot of par threes over 200 yards. Just and in fact, actually, all of them play over 200. You're like, oh, we'll just take the guys with their long irons. They're not going to play like that, especially if the winds aren't going to be like that either. Like some of them are uphill. Some of them are downhill. Like, oh, um, yeah, what was, I, yeah, I think it's going to play just based on. I kind of estimated where I think it was based on uphill and down. I think it's going to play close to like 7,300 yards. I don't think it's going to play as long as the stated scorecard yardage. So so what's funny is we were just talking about bombs, and, and while you were talking, I just wanted to pull up. All right, let me take a look at Quail Hollow and Shadow on the last ones. Dude, Answer came in second at Quail. Yep. Like, well, he he gains a ton of strokes off the tee. Right, right, right. And it yeah. was fir- it was firm that week, so yep. he was even he was some, hitting it like You got some roll. Matt Wallace yep. is along, fucking T6. He's got a little pop. He's, he's got a little pop, but he's not a bomber. You would not put Matt Wallace in a bomber. No, I category. wouldn't. I wouldn't. You would put Patrick Reed in a bomber category. I would not, but that's hard golf course narrative for him. <laughs> Listen, we're done with that. Remember, uh, okay. <laughs> Keith Mitchell, he can bomb, dude. He looked good. He worked. He worked his ass yeah. off to make that top. top did. seven. Didn't we mention Luke List as a guy we like because of the Honda Classic, Loudwater? We picked the wrong guy. We should have Keith Mitchell. Yeah, it's true. Well, Luke List came in uh, sixth here. That Yo, was, Keith Mitchell that, won that damn thing. I know. I know, I know. Oh, I'm fine. And then Hatton's not long. Henley's not long. Hatton can. Hatton is not team. fucking long. He is not a bomber. He is not. He's not a bomber. You're right. All right. On top of more like Brian Harvey. Neiman. Okay. But there's, at least Henley is definitely. Neiman, no, uh, Neiman hits a consistent Neiman, 300. Neiman, Henley. Neiman hits it over 300? Yeah, he's a big hitter. Is he? I don't yeah. know. He's just, he just looks so H- Henley's a pipsqueak. You're right. Henley's pipsqueak, but they gain a lot. Of, but the, but here's the, here's the common link between them. They gain a lot of gain off, off the team. Okay. That's the thing. So okay. that's my overall point. Like if you're like, I don't know. Well, Mackenzie Hughes might do well. Mackenzie Hughes tends to do well in these kind of harder golf courses where everybody's just missing greens and it's. And I don't know. Forty-five. Maybe that's a bad example, but like. I don't Webb. I, I don't I don't know if Webb's gonna be do well this week. No, like, Webb's he not struggles do well off the tee. He's not, he's not as accurate as he used to be. It's not and the window. Might, he's not gonna do good. No. I, I that might be a problem for that's the type of guys I'm talking about. Okay. 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 
That's fine. I, I, I wasn't trying to pick at you. Like I really wasn't. I was like, all right, well, let me just see if this, let's see if there's some some of the some shorter guys that maybe we can find a little uh, a little wiggle room with, and, yeah. and maybe maybe we can get get some good. No, value you're right. And if, yeah, I I think you just have to say, okay, do you at least gain off the tee? Right. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. Do you want to take a break? Or do you want to go into some yeah. more? Uh, well, well, it's your ad read, sir. So. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah. If you want to take a break, then uh, you can. Well, uh, the summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. You can stream over 2,000 soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart-pounding drama from CBS Sports, including the UEFA Champions League, the Europa League, Italy's Serie A, the Argentina's Primera División, the Brazilian League, the NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation, and the CONCACAF qualifiers, featuring the stars from the U.S. and men's uh, Mexican national teams, plus much more. It's the best beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi, Mbappe, Ronaldo, Rapino, and Pulisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount Plus. So visit ParamountPlus.com, start your free trial, and stream every match live. I love it. Every time you do it, I'm so proud of you. It's so good. Because I, I could never do that every. I can't do that every. It's impossible. I try, I try and channel my inner Bruce Buffer, whatever. Yo, what's funny is is uh, golf was on Paramount Plus today. Oh, oh, well, that's right, because it was streaming on CBS. Yeah. 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 I actually yeah. noticed that uh, my local market cuts to local news. Oh, dude, I had like talk shows. That's why I was freaking out in the Slack channel. I had to download. I had to download the CBS app, which took like five fucking minutes. I got two guys in contention, and I'm trying to like <laughs> circumvent whatever. You know what I mean? Like, what a fucking nightmare. Nightmare. Golf is golf is its own worst enemy, man. I know. It makes me so mad. There, we're not going to rag on CBS. That's another day. So. No, I'm not ragging on CBS. I just don't no, golf in general. Like just, I know. Just, like, well, I, all right. Well, fine. This is going to switch to NBC this week, and it's going to be even, even worse. worse. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about betting strategies. Okay. So, as I mentioned earlier, there have been some events that have been played at Case Valley in the past. So, this had the t- 2005 NCAA Men's Individual Tournament. And also the Palmer Cup, which is a very elite amateur tournament. So, so noble guys who played in the Palmer Cup. You got Dustin Johnson, you got Webb Simpson, you got Billy Horschel, Brian Harmon, Chris Kirk, and Luke List. Uh, they wiped the floor with uh, the Great Britain and Irish teams. Although there was no one really of note on that. On or no, it was the European team. It, it wasn't just Great Britain, Ireland. Uh, I think the only PGA Tour pro on that team was like Jonas Blixt. So. They, I think they beat him like 18 to 4. FSU alone, Jonas Blake. Okay, well, there you go. All right, it was a bloodbath. Uh, they also had the 2005 NCAAs there. Uh, DJ and Kiz and Webb Simpson also played that. They actually missed the cut, you know, on that one. Uh, but yeah, Kisner, Alex Norin, Ryan Moore, Brendan Todd, they all played there. That Case Valley back then was a lot shorter, and it was 15 years ago, and golf has changed a lot since then. Don't use any of those. Yeah. It, if you hear people, if you hear people try to use the lean, well, DJ played twice there. He's going to know the course. Stop. <laughs> that was 14 years ago. Yeah. Uh, come on, let's yeah. don't do that. The, that's that's a couple cocaine addictions, a marriage, and some and some kids. Like yeah, he, so he definitely I, doesn't remember 14 years. <laughs> so I think the the thing to do this week is just keep it simple. Like it's a new golf course. Focus your ball striking stats. Focus on a recent form. Are they efficient tee to green? You know where are their weak spots. Um, I think the only thing is if, if you're going to break ties, I would give the edge of a longer hitter, you know, and I do think I, for my outrights, it's probably going to be someone, it's probably going to have a guy with length off the tee. Yeah. I just think that type of guy is just going to have winning here, but yeah, like, I mean, 
I'm not going to discriminate against a shorter hitter for like a top 10, top 20. If I feel like, you know, they yeah. can keep the fairway enough, you know, or, and they have good iron play, that'll be fine. Um, I think the Roy, last thing I Roy, la- Roy would be Roy would be interested in this week because he had a low number this past week, not a low number, but low as far as like what was he like twenty five, twenty two or something like that. Didn't perform all that well. Maybe even a short. Do you think in a shorter field they'll still hang him at twenty five? I just checked Bovada. There's still nothing up. Uh, or or win bet. There's still nothing up. Uh, I mean, his irons like crap this week. He put he put well though. I know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see okay. what the numbers. Okay. Uh, last thing I want to leave you with. This is. I feel like I've said this a couple times with Fazio. This is the, if you want to look, do some sort of like course history comp list with Fazio courses, this is the definitive list. Okay. Consuming a second country club for the 2021 Olympics. Congaree. That was the Palmetto this year. Corrales golf club for the Punta Cana. You can use that every single year. Shadow Creek for the 2020 CJ cup. Quail hollow for the Wells Fargo. And then Conway Farms, which had the 2013, 2015, 2017 BMW Championship. That's it. You are going to hear people this week try to say Fazio did the WGC <sighs> Bridgestone and the Firestone. No, he didn't. He did the West Course. The South Course is Robert Trent Jones. Don't use that. Either you're going to hear people try to say, oh, use the Honda Classic because he did PJ National. No. First, his brother did most of the work. And second, Jack Nicholas ripped up the place. It's a Jack Nicholas course now. It's, 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 nothing, it's not the original design. So, yeah, don't be dumb. <laughs> Stick to those six golf courses I mentioned. Don't use Firestone. I mean, there's some things about Firestone you might want to use, but don't use it as like, oh, it's a Fazio. No, it's not. Don't use Honda. It's not. I, 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 I yeah. it's just. And if you guys want to know how to spell the course that he talks about at first, uh, say it for me again, because I can't pronounce it. Kasumi Kasumi It's in his article. And that's on Sports Gaming Podcast. Dot com. So go read, go read it there uh, because he, he, I think he texted it to me or said something to me about it the other day. And I was like, fuck, I have no idea how to spell that course. <laughs> yeah. That's so, why I also ha- handle the uh, soccer ad read. That's 100% correct. Exactly. So, <laughs> I got nothing else. Do you have anything? No, nah, other than just to make sure to go over and head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a free $25. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million bucks. So download the app and sign up at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Yeah, so tomorrow night we're going to come back with the DFS and pick show. Uh, we got a special guest, Brian Kirshner, on with us uh, tomorrow night. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm really hoping the odds come out tonight so I can do a little studying and uh, DraftKings will stop being cows and just release it. They should have just fucking released it earlier today, priced out like 90 fucking guys and then got rid of 20 of them. How high would that have been, nerds, with your fucking algorithm? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, anyway, that's that's my own gripe. But, uh, yeah, other than that, man, fucking I'm, re- I'm ready for this week, man. Fucking no cut event. Like, we are all around it, man. Horseshoes and hand grenades. We fucking killed it this week. This week, Steve, you do, baby, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go with your gut this week. How's that? Yeah, I gotta follow my hunches. Like That's Tony it. Fino, I think he's gonna break out. <laughs> Top twenty. <laughs> well, listen, you know what you know. What we gotta do. We gotta get you some some Red Bull or vodka for you to vet. vet. That's what yeah. we gotta do. We yeah, gotta some, le- some liquid courage. Yeah, we gotta I we gotta lose that. Unleash the beast. That's what I got to start doing to you on like fucking Wednesday nights. Just start fucking randomly ordering you like drizzly to the house. <laughs> so. With the note saying, "I want." What do you think about 
Hideki this week. Yeah, drink this and call me. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So for myself, Boston Capper, the God of Golf, Steve Sherman, we'll be back tomorrow night with Brian with some motherfucking winners to break them books. <laughs>